Hey friends, welcome to the Renovating You podcast. We're so glad you're here. We don't get a do-over in life, but we do have the opportunity to renovate our story. Are you ready to get unstuck? Are you ready to move forward? Are you ready to thrive? Let's do this, renovators. Hey, Renovators, and welcome back to the Renovating You podcast. I am here this beautiful July day with my friend Beth, her daughter Bethany, my amazing son Alex, making us sound wonderful. And today we have a guest with us. Yes, we do. We We do. We have a beautiful guest with us today. We do. We were blessed to meet this beautiful woman via a Zoom for my daughter Bethany in Fort Wayne. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about our guest. I'm sure you would love to know. She was just on our previous podcast. So So if you did not get a chance to listen to that, please go back so that part two makes even more sense to you. So love to introduce to you our friend, our new friend, Paige Klingenpeel. Paige is a wife, first and foremost, and a mom of four kids, two teenagers, and two elementary school age children. So we know she is extremely busy. And exhausted. And probably very exhausted. I left that (laughs) off, but I'm sure she is. (laughs) She's currently the role of a connection director at Pine Hills Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Paige has her master's degree and is also a licensed mental health counselor who has spent 10 plus years working with teens and their parents. Paige has appeared on TEDx Fort Wayne, has been on numerous podcasts, including ours. Isn't that exciting? Paige, you can add that to your (laughs) list of accolades. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I believe, as we heard last episode, she is working on a book titled To Be Talked About Later. So, uh, and I don't (laughs) believe I've left anything out other than she's a a wonderful woman of God and a new Mm -hmm. friend to us. So, indeed, you will enjoy this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So, welcome back, Paige. Uh, we're glad that you're here. You are our people. We are your people. However you want to, however you want to <laughs> frame that. As we were finishing up the podcast from last week, I was just thinking. Sometimes in our life, first of all, there's a wiring that God creates us. Right? He has an assignment for us. He has an assignment of why we are walking this planet. We believe this is one of our assignments of why we're walking this planet. Renovating you is one of the reasons why we are here. One of the reasons. Mm-hmm. So we are trying to complete that assignment. I believe in your case, as you have, you know, went and got your degree in the particular field that you went into with that degree also is because God has wired you in this manner. It is also the assignment he has given you, and it is also to help you dig and search for others that you may not have done for yourself. Mm-hmm. And of in some ways, I know in my life, I found this where I put more, more emphasis on the worth of others than I had on myself because no one gave me that value. So I see a young woman all these years who said, you know what, I believe in you. There's hope for you. It's going to be okay. Parents, this is how you talk to your kids. Let me be the li- liaison. All wonderful things wonderful you know things that you've done and that god has blessed and will continue to and life changing but as we've said about our podcast is like in the ministry if we are the ones that do not benefit the most from the research we've done from the teachings that we've done i don't want to say we failed but we've missed out we've missed out we've missed missed out we've missed it and i feel like maybe that may be the place where maybe we can kind of start this this next podcast of you coming to a place at 40, maybe this happened a little while ago, I don't know, but fill us in 
of how you've gone from being the teacher now to the student of trying to learn in your own life, Lord, what does this look like for Paige? Yeah, yeah. What does this Ooh. look like for the heart of the little girl that has needed you, that doesn't know you, I know of you, but I'm still searching for that connection of father to daughter. Ooh. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, it's, it's a beautiful testimony of where God has put me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in my dream job of working with teenagers and their parents inside the high school and middle school. And it was, it was literally like the job I thought I was going to retire in. And there was so much benefit and pleasure and passion in that. And then one day God said to me during our quiet time, like you, I'm moving you to a new land. I'm new, moving you to somewhere else. And, and so I felt like Abraham, I was like, wait, what? Like, I'm satisfied. I'm comfortable. Like I'm passionate. I'm using my giftings. Like it's all making sense. Why would you move me? But who would want to be disobedient to God yeah. when you know he loves you so much and wants the best for you? So I said, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? And he asked me to meet with a man. His name's Mike Jury, lead pastor at Pine Hills Church, who I had only spoken to once prior to. Did not have a relationship with this man, did not attend this church at all. <laughs> and so in the conversation with him, I shared with him a little bit about the the words that Jesus was giving me and how I felt like my direction was changing. And I said, but I'm not here for a job. Well, after sharing all of these things, his exact words were, I know you're not here for a job, but everything you just discussed with me is our new job opening that we have here at the church. Mm -hmm. And so I took that and I prayed over it and I thought, oh man, okay, well, Ryan wants me, my husband wants me to make a certain amount of money and you guys are ministry, like, you know, whatever. And they were willing to pay me actually $3,000 more than Mm -hmm. what my husband said the the bottom line Mm -hmm. was. And so Mm -hmm. I knew in my heart then I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. God, you're calling me into vocational Mm -hmm. ministry. And Funny enough, I laid down with Mike. I said, this is why I should not be in ministry. And I started laying down all of these things of life choices. And I was like, I just don't think I can do this. And he, of course, is like, actually, that makes you perfect yes. for yes. ministry. Because you have shown the grace of Jesus and and, and just mm-hmm. really walked life through in those storms right? and valleys. Yes, so absolutely. It's been, yeah. So he, he affirmed that in me. And so I came on board. But there was, I'm here, this is my second year here. And okay. the first full year was very much like, why am I here, God? Why am I here? I don't understand. This is not my passion. This is Mm -hmm. not my calling, but I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to be here. Well, in January, God gave me a word for this particular year and it was healing. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, well, that's an interesting word. What does that entail? And so in January, that started the process of really digging deep Mm -hmm. into the things that I've experienced Mm -hmm. from childhood that I have disassociated which has become fragmented, which I've be that it's just been really hard to put to words, if I could just be honest, Mm -hmm. just very hard. When we put to words our feelings and our experiences, that makes it real. And when you are a child of trauma and chaos, Mm -hmm. your only coping mechanism is to distract and to disassociate. So now I'm in this season of I'm, I'm healthy. I'm safe. I'm in a job with people surrounding me with just great love. And God said, now's the time where you need to do that Mm -hmm. deep soul Mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. And so that started the process of Mm -hmm. working through some freedom ministry, prayers, revelations, I mean, counseling. I'm surrounded by a great support system. But it's interesting how 
I can be experiencing things that I am aware other people experience and I can speak mm-hmm. into their lives yes. and, and know from book knowledge yeah. and empathize. But to be on such a visceral level for me mm-hmm. has been confusing. Mm-hmm. It's been hard, disconcerting, super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in essence, out of control. Like my body mm-hmm. is telling me things that I have no idea how to put mm-hmm. to words, but yet I'm learning my body remembers these things. Yes. My body mm-hmm. has experienced these things that mm-hmm. I don't always cognitively remember, mm-hmm. yeah. but I need to. God is saying, now is the time. So good. Mm-hmm. Process this so the freedom I promised you, you can experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's, so that's the season I'm in. I do think. Yeah, I almost feel like I'm a visual person. So when you're talking, I'm just like a, a closet. You have all, like, let's just name like all your let's call them bricks you know and then it's like god you know january healing open this closet and you that's why your body's just like freaking out like i have to deal with all of this it's like all at once but the good thing you know about the holy spirit is it's like one brick at a time because if you did it all Mm -hmm. at once we would just be crippled in a ball like where do i begin absolutely it is yep Paige, i was going to ask you too do you feel because you're now for the listeners and maybe for us, your role as connections director has little to do with counseling, correct? Correct. Okay, I just wanted to make that clear that they didn't think yes. you were hired as a mental health professional. So <laughs> the Lord says, you know what? I love you enough to take you out of what is comfortable, what is book knowledge, what is has never been visceral because, I mean, it was to a point, but then you immediately went from, I'm going to get trained in this and help other people get what I yes. didn't get. All the while, good intentions, right? But leaving out, hold on here, my friend. I want Lord saying, I want to capture your heart. Well, God, I got this, and I have this, and now I have these kids. And, and so he totally removes you, mm-hmm. gives you a bonus, and mm-hmm. says, now are we ready for our healing? But, but I love even in that, right? You still had to say yes. God mm-hmm. made it very clear, Paige, that this is where he had you, and this was the road. And even the word you got, to me, would have been like healing. Yeah, I know. That's what I do, right? But you (laughs) said, you didn't say that. You said, God, what is this? Yeah. Right? And so there, to me, even... Healing for me? For me? (laughs) There was was the awareness where I think if you were in your other job, I don't know that you might have had the time to say... 100%. I don't think so. I think it was the the best setup. It's almost like, I think of the drones, you know, where you, you look at and you see the whole big picture if you go to like a wedding... And then they'll come, you know, you'll see the picture get smaller and they'll bring it like right to the bride or something. That's kind of what got, like you've seen your life from here and then maybe gotten a little close and the Lord says, you know what, page 2021, I want to just bring it. Yeah, but God, I got this and that. I've already removed that. I've already removed Mm -hmm. the job. Your husband's on board. Your kids are in a good place. I've surrounded you with people, but you still have to say yes. And you you did. Yes. Every Every day. day. I think that's key. And I love for our listeners, a lot of times there's shame involved with I should know better. I should, well, how come I'm, I'm a counselor? I should know all this, right? All the shame or I've been a Christian, whatever. But to hear a licensed professional say, right? Mm-hmm. God is dealing with my heart. Mm-hmm. And you said it as if you would say, can you pass me the salt at a dinner table? Mm-hmm. There was no hesitation. There was no, oh, do I have to bring this up? And I love the willingness with which to just lay it out there and say, yeah, me too. I have mm-hmm. issues too. Even though that my role is to help others, if I don't deal with my heart, I can only help people rise to the level that I've been mm-hmm. free in. 
And so I just, I honor you for just saying that and just being so vulnerable with that. Hey, renovators. We just want to take a pause in our conversation here to welcome our sponsor, C.J. Warren, located here in Crown Point, Indiana. C.J. Warren is a full service salon anywhere from skin to hair. And a lot of you guys have said that you love my hair. So let's take a listen to Karina, who is the owner, and why she decided to sponsor Renovating You. Every year we set a goal as a salon where we want to put our energy as far as with each other and our guests, the other businesses that we support. And this year in December, we decided that it should always come from a place of love. So that was our goal this year. It was like, make sure that everything we do and support is from a place of love. And I was so inspired by the things you were telling us about your passion in this podcast and renovating you, where you came from with it and what your all-time goal is with it to help people just really renovate themselves and be their best person and start from the inside out. And it just spoke to me about, you know, what we do is very outward we're we're serving other people we're we're doing it from a place of love in a way to help them look beautiful on the outside and you're just doing the same exact thing from the inside I just thought that was so wonderful and that we could support your cause because we feel the same way we want to help people put their best face forward we want to see people's true beauty shine through and definitely when you have that inner peace and inner joy it's reflected in your appearance and the two together are like the perfect combination to show what true beauty is. So we're excited to be able to support this podcast. So if you are in Northwest Indiana and you would like a new do and a new you, visit CJ Warren here in Crown Point, Indiana. I think too, sometimes just want to ask you, you know, on this level as well, that I know, I know in my own life, and maybe you resonate with this, that what has gotten us through now in the perhaps our Christian life, right, has still been survival. We're still surviving. We're not, maybe we're not turning to drugs or alcohol or, you know, fill in the blank. We, are, we all can fill it. Food, you know, what, I don't know, whatever it is. But we can turn to good things mm-hmm. that the enemy still uses as the mm-hmm. distraction to keep us still his prisoner in our hearts. We know of what is possible. We know our salvation is secure. But when I I think of this and I hear your story, I again come to the father saying, whoa, 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 Paige. Honey, you have thought for years that everyone else was more important than you. Their healing mattered. Mm-hmm. And you've even thought for years that that's what I have thought, yeah. that I'm telling you that their healing is more important than you are to me. Yeah. And what I hear is him saying, you know what, I am stopping traffic literally, literally in your life so that you can see me and say, I love you and you matter and your heart matters that's that's my agenda right now that's what to me that's what he's saying is that that's the only agenda i have for you yeah. is that you are on my radar you yeah. not what you do for me but you yeah. does any of that resonate with you have you felt that at all or maybe still in the process of that yeah. or how have you felt during this season yeah. you said a little mm-hmm. undone is it very do, vulnerable do you i know to like get up and do <laughs> i don't know if you're a performer but is that your go-to like ah uh, this is getting heavy let's just go write a book no let's just go I know somebody asked you but I mean is that an easy 
opt out? Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm constantly in fight or flight. And yeah. so mm-hmm. part of me wants to, to flee and just isolate and be on my own. Mm-hmm. And then the other part is like, I'm just ready to go and face this head on. And so I'm trying to balance that because my coping mechanism was compartmentalization. Mm-hmm. So I was able and most women are, we are very good at saying, nope, that's my role over here. I'm not going to focus on that yes. right now. Instead, I have my kids. I have my husband. I have my job. I have this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when I would come to Jesus and I and, and come to God and say, these are the things I'm laying at your mm-hmm. feet, it would never involve the stuff over here in this little mm-hmm. closet, as Bethany has pointed out, and, that I just don't want to deal with. Because mm-hmm. if I open that up, that means that I'm going to be flooded yes. with all these things that I don't have the strength to handle on mm-hmm. my own. And I'm not ready to say I can't do it or I'm not in a place that I feel comfortable to face it. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest lies because yes. we're never going to be capable to face it on our own because that's the design of, uh, of human nature. Yeah. We have to have God mm-hmm. bring this to us and work it through us. Yeah. That's the way it has to be. Mm-hmm. And so he is, consistently I'm a, I'm a journaler. And so Mm. the way I journal is I put out, how do I feel? How does my body feel? What are Mm -hmm. their thoughts in my head? And then underneath that, I always say, what is God speaking to me? How is he speaking to me? What is he saying to me? Mm -hmm. And then underneath that, I always do, what are some specific prayers that Mm -hmm. I can lay out for God to not only just love me well, but also to just work through some things Mm -hmm. and consistently Every time I do that, I will speak a truth, well, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. truth of what my brain and my body is saying. And God comes alongside Mm -hmm. and says, nope, that's not true. That is a distortion from the enemy. I'm fighting this battle for you. You already have victory. You are never left alone. I love you and I've gone before Mm -hmm. you. Like all of those truths because I'm leaning into Mm -hmm. what God is trying to tell me. No longer is it isolated. It is now out here in the open. Mm -hmm. God, take this. This is where this is. What do you want to tell me through this? Mm -hmm. And so now it's not my strength. It is all his. Mm -hmm. And that is so freeing. But it doesn't take away the fear. It doesn't take away the uncomfortableness. Yeah, it's still foreign. Mm -hmm. It's still hard and it's heavy. I ran across Bethany and another dear friend, Tessa, and I thought I was I was I was playing it off pretty well. I just had a really rough morning. I came in, we were talking about worship music, and they call me out in the parking lot and they're like, I really feel like you're heavy right now. Are you heavy? And I'm like, Lord Jesus, I'm not to talk about this. Girls go on your way. You know? I was like, I'm not ready to talk about this, Aww. but do you know what? Having sisters surround you and prayer and allow you to speak some of this uncomfortable, yes. really hard things. That is freedom. That yeah. is love. That is experiencing what Jesus designs yeah. for us in fellowship. It was just, it was beautiful, so good mm-hmm. but it's hard. It I is. don't want to mm-hmm. tell people it's never going to be hard because friends, it is hard. Mm-hmm. In the irony of, of God, as I say, very sarcastic that, you know, we get, we get hurt by people, you know, right? Relationally. And yet how do we heal mm, with people? people, you know, sorry. with letting, with saying to, you know, Bethany and her friend Tessa, yeah, I am. Well, you could have said, oh, I'm good, but thank you. Well, that was <laughs> sweet right. and cute, right? You know, but just to be honest and say, you know what? And again, I know that mm-hmm. takes trust. And if you've been hurt by others. And vulnerability. And vulnerability, which is a, yeah. you know, a hard word for people. Yes. And I understand mm-hmm. when there's been a lot of deep wounds or trauma in the home that you just don't throw your vulnerability out to whomever because, you know, you don't know how that is going to be met with. And so that's, just so many right. beautiful parts to the story that I'm just like, oh. <laughs> so would you say let me ask you this and maybe we'll end it this way because unfortunately time is escaping we want to kidnap Paige, but right we now. can't so uh. 
just to continue talking and talking and talking. So let's, for wherever wherever God is in our life right now, right, as our Father, for the, the four of us that are here, right, we're all going to answer this question. I'll start because I know what the question is, so I'll give you guys time to ask. Okay. I know. This, this just came to me. This just came to me. When you were saying it's hard, and it's so hard, if you because I am asking this, so I'm asking the question, is it harder to continue living the way we have? Or is it harder healing? And for me, my experience is, I came to the place where I could no longer continue doing what I was doing. I couldn't pull it off anymore. And so though healing has been hard, it's been scary, it's been hurtful, I've been let down by people, all types of things. It's still, I'm so glad I did it. Mm-hmm. I've come that far in it that I'm so glad because I don't know what would have happened to me if I wouldn't have. Yeah. That's my story. We all have different stories. There's no right answer. Yeah. It's just for one listener may say, I recognize that that one, no, that one I resonated with. So what would you guys okay. say? Beth, what would you say? I would, I mean, immediately I was listening to what you said and then making sure I understand, you know, understanding here it is much harder to ignore, pretend like nothing is there, because it is there. And so it's like pretending a road isn't closed and saying, well, it isn't closed, and we try to go through it. Like, you have to go around. Like, it's there. You can (laughs) say it's not there. I can say my arm's not broken, but if it's in a cast, it's very much broken. And so I think it's much easier to release it to a loving Heavenly Father um, who wants to unburden and to love and to care and be tender and to make us wholehearted. I would much rather lean into Jesus and have, like as you mentioned, Paige, some of the discomfort, um, but be surrounded by friends that are supporting me any day than I would to say, well, this healing journey is too hard. I don't want to look at but it. it. That's the natural response. But having gone through a lot of my healing in my own, I definitely think mm-hmm. it's harder to ignore it and live that mm-hmm. way than it is to take a pause and say, I, I don't want to open that closet. But God, I know you need to speak to me in that closet mm-hmm. because there are so many untruths of things that I mm-hmm. believe that are not mm-hmm. from you. They're mm-hmm. from the pit of hell, and I'm going to begin to take every thought captive and yeah. every lie is going to be destructed. So It mine. requires, though, moving from Passivity. the thought of survival to yeah. wanting to know what thriving might look yeah. like yeah. Yeah. because you still have no point of reference. It, yeah. you, yeah. you just don't. It's mm-hmm. survival. Gut it out. Do whatever you got to yeah. do. How about yeah. you, Bethany? It was harder for me to live in bondage of my thoughts than walking in freedom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meaning like I it, I, it was harder for me to, I, that was hard how I was living. Mm-hmm. Bondage of thoughts, my thought life was completely whacked. So yeah, healing is hard, but for me, it was harder back then. Mm-hmm. because I can actually think straight. I can actually know what voice is whose voice, the mm-hmm. enemy's voice, the Lord's voice. I I can actually understand, oh, this is why I am the way I am. And for me, that is so much better than my life's messed up, I'm screwed up, I'm too emotional, yada, yada, yada. You know, that that mm-hmm. was hard. Yeah. yeah, That was hard. Okay. So what about for you, Paige? Well, I have an interesting perspective because I'm just on the beginning end yes. of uh-huh. finding freedom. And so yes. I I see how even though it's destructive, it's comfortable. I know it's it's like when you eat a bunch of junk food, right? Like it feels so good in the moment. But then later you're like, 
oh, like I feel so awful. Yes. But it's like mm-hmm. keep doing it because it makes you feel good in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think we get stuck in that cycle of coping mechanisms that make us feel good in the moment. Yes. yes. Not realizing how counterfeit they are mm-hmm. because the idea of freedom everyone else can have, but I'm not sure how I can. Exactly. I don't know how to do those steps. I don't yeah. know how to move forward. Mm-hmm. And that's where it literally is a day. It, it, it's a moment by moment for me. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. to choose every moment when I feel, when I have flashbacks, when I have mm-hmm. intense anxiety, I'm shaking. I'm so uncomfortable and all I want to do is flee or fight I have to say to myself I'm going to push through I'm going to lean into Mm -hmm. this and I'm going to move on because my choices are very clear I can use well I personally or anybody can use chemicals as a distraction I can use social Mm -hmm. media as a distraction I can go shopping I can have whatever I can do all of these things to go back to that Mm -hmm. we know now is bondage but it's comfortable because it's Mm -hmm. known yeah. And the enemy is so good at making mm-hmm. us feel good in that moment. Yeah. And so it is scarier to face the healing process mm-hmm. than to stay in the body. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. But here's the truth is mm-hmm. that we look at the Israelites and every time, like God has been so faithful. He's provided the manna for me. He's yeah. provided the water. He's provided the people to walk alongside me. But Egypt still looks really good sometimes. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. And so I have to remind myself. There is a promised land that he has called me to, Mm -hmm. that he has told me he's walking with me. He is my light. He is my guide. And he will never let me stay stuck. Mm -hmm. But I have to daily say, I choose you, Lord. Mm -hmm. I choose healing. Mm -hmm. I choose this step of freedom. Please give me this Mm -hmm. next step. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, friends, it literally is that moment where I'm saying, Lord, I don't even know what I do now. What Mm -hmm. do I do right now? Mm -hmm. I'm done praying. I don't know how to listen to worship music right Mm -hmm. now. And I will get a verse from a friend. I will get a podcast from a friend or a Mm -hmm. song will come on or a Bible verse will pop into my head. Like he never leaves me alone. Mm -hmm. So steps are laid out, but I have to choose. Mm -hmm. It is a choice that I have to Mm -hmm. lean into, but it is scary. And it is so overwhelming and so. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't mean. Ooh. There have been so, so many overwhelming moments. I've seen Bethany overwhelmed. I've seen her like yeah. when all the stuff is coming. It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know it's all underneath me, and all these things are happening. Yeah. I think in a lot of ways, it is for each of us the first time of saying, "I've been waiting my whole life for others to show up for me." Mm-hmm. Mm. I am choosing to show up for me. Mm -hmm. I'm choosing today, this moment, this hard moment, I'm choosing to show up for me. I know no one else has. And I'm also choosing to believe that when I reach out my hand for the first time in my life, a loving father will grab it and say, I got you, sweetie. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tons of moments of that. And that's what I mean of the hard part, because I reached out before and there was no hand. So now in this last year, I have learned to reach out and without fail, he grabs my hand Mm -hmm. because I said, I'm showing up for me. I deserve different. I always have. And you've always told me I deserve different. But I looked and said, if I do, then why does it look like this? I couldn't I couldn't make sense. There was such a dissonance, a disconnect between my life and what he said, how he felt about me, what my life was supposed Mm -hmm. to look like. And so that part of it, if I'm going to do hard, I want it to have a good ending. (laughs) 
<laughs> if I have to, right. if, if it's going to, I have to, right? yes, yes, we are. Yes. Cause yes. it's going to be hard yes. either way. That's so right. you can do hard in survival or hard to get to thriving. So yeah. I, every day say I choose to thrive what yes. does it look like yes. I don't know but that's what yes. I'm choosing yeah <laughs> that's right that's right I yeah. don't know so well we are choosing to unfortunately end her, this podcast today go. we have to let her go <laughs> I feel like we just got started yes um, we could talk about so much right yes um, but we appreciate you so much thank yes, you so thank much you. for your vulnerability for your willingness to share your journey and your wisdom like I said I mean mm. you you've helped so many people and I'm glad that you are on the journey where God said, you know what, Paige, it's time for you to help you and let me help you. And I'm going to yes. give you people in your mm-hmm. church. I'm going to give you a few, few crazy chicks on a podcast <laughs> and say, I see you. <laughs> yes, and to just you. say your, your middle journey and your ending journey is going to look very different than what your start was in life. Yes. And you deserve the very, very best of all that God has Amen. for you. Not just yes. so you can further the kingdom, you but for your own personal relationship as he plays as your father the director in his daughter's pages life so that's the blessing on you yes yes right thank you and you can find page at yes her email page cling and peel at gmail.com and then also her website is page cling and peel.com so you look out for her book. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. Yes. Right, thanks again, Paige. Thank you so much. Bye. So until next time, renovators. Bye-bye.